The Boston Bruins nightmare before Christmas continues with additional cases of COVID-19, a loss to the New York Islanders, and a postponed game Saturday in Montreal. Going to talk about all that and more on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I am your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Friday, December 17th, and this episode is brought to you by Omaha Steaks. The holidays are around the corner, and finding the perfect gift is tricky. Omaha Steaks makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter NHL into the search bar to order the perfect gift package. I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. The podcast is free and available on all platforms. So if you're an Apple user, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, uh, Pocket Casts is what I use, uh, please do hit that subscribe button. Each new episode will be automatically added to your feed for you to download, listen, and enjoy. Uh, if you could also rate and review, that would be very much appreciated. Uh, for the last little while, the podcast is also available on YouTube. Uh, a lot of people watching over there, uh, a lot of commenting as well, which is great. Keep the conversation going. So subscribe to Locked On Bruins on YouTube as well. All right, so let's get into it. And I think Nick Felino summed it up best. Uh, the past 24 hours or so for the Boston Bruins, he described as a nightmare, to be honest with you. Uh, it began with uh, Brad Marchand and Craig Smith being placed in COVID-19 protocols prior to a game earlier this week. And then uh, Patrice Bergeron joined them. Uh, they were all going to be missing last night's game against the New York Islanders. And then during the day, uh, also it was announced that Anton Bleed, Trent Frederick, and Jeremy Swayman had uh, joined them in uh, COVID protocols. And uh, then Oscar Steen as well, who had been called up to act as a fill-in for this game. So that's seven players, two staff members as well in COVID-19 protocols. And uh, the Bruins still had to go out and play a game last night against the Islanders, uh, which they lost by a score of three to one. Before we get to that, uh, there was a note from the NHL this morning uh, signaling that tomorrow night's game, that's Saturday, uh, December 18th, between the Boston Bruins and the Montreal Canadiens has been postponed. Uh, the National Hockey League announced the game has been postponed. A makeup date has yet to be established. The Canadiens will resume their regular season schedule on Monday at the New York Islanders. This comes a day after the Canadians played in front of an empty uh, arena at home. So this is probably more of a uh, Quebec 
thing on the Canadian side than the league postponing this game because of the situation with the Bruins. Now, what is still up in the air is Sunday's game against the Ottawa Senators. Uh, For the time being, the Bruins, uh, they were scheduled to practice on Friday morning in New York before doing some additional testing and traveling to Montreal for tomorrow night's game. Uh, Instead, they have traveled back to Boston and there will be no uh, practicing, no media availability uh, here on Friday. So that's the latest with the Boston Bruins. Uh, No game on Saturday. The game against Canadians postponed will be made up at a later date. Still no announcement as to whether or not they will take on the Ottawa Senators in Ottawa on Sunday. Again, if a player tests positive up here in Canada, then they have to quarantine. And uh, it would be difficult for them to get back to Boston. Um, And uh, the Bruins then, of course, are scheduled to play two games next week before the holiday break. Uh, one against the Carolina Hurricanes and another against the Colorado Avalanche. Now, the Hurricanes have been hit by COVID-19. The Colorado Avalanche have also been hit by COVID-19. For some reason, they were given the option of not playing last night. It came out via Elliot Friedman that there was a vote and the Avalanche decided to play uh, kind of shorthanded, I guess. And uh, that option was not given to the Boston Bruins, apparently. Uh, Bruce Cassidy said he doesn't believe so. That's a question for Don Sweeney. Not discussed with him. He was assuming they were playing all along, even being down one guy. That was the late uh, addition of Oscar Steen to the COVID-19 list. So the Bruins only played with uh, 11 forwards. Uh, His guess is there were a few more positives. Uh, for the Avalanche, so that option probably would have been on the table. But to his knowledge, it wasn't there for uh, for the Bruins. Uh, Cassidy acknowledged it was a day filled with uncertainty after multiple tests were determined to be invalid on Thursday morning, so they had to test even more. Uh, there were some cap constraints that made it unable to recall any further reinforcements from Providence. Uh, he said he's sure Sweeney called the league, Teams have played short one, so they were aware that it was possible. Um, If it was a cap issue, you know, that's why John Moore had to be sent back down. Um, So there was a staff member pop up, not other players. So it became an issue of how many players can you play short? It worked out that no one else tested positive, so they are allowed to play one player short. And that's exactly uh, what happened. And we'll get to uh, how the game went down here in a moment. Uh, But that brings you pretty much up to date as of 10 a.m. here on Friday morning as to the state of the Boston Bruins. No additional positives that have been announced. Just the postponement of uh, Saturday's game against the Canadians. And uh, still to be determined what's going to happen in uh, Ottawa on Sunday, we have over 3,000 new cases of COVID-19 in Ontario this morning. First time it's been over 3,000 since early May. 
Uh, so things not looking great up here in Ontario. And I wouldn't be surprised if the game is postponed, but knowing the NHL and how they've been operating this week, uh, it wouldn't shock me as well if they try to uh, try to fit it in. Now, on a better note, let's talk about meat. The holidays are around the corner. Finding that perfect gift is tricky, but Omaha Steaks makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. If you go to Omaha Steaks right now, uh, go to their website, enter NHL in the search bar, you can find the perfect gift package. For $99.99, you'll get 24 entrees like the world-famous bacon-wrapped filet mignons, some chicken breasts, sides, desserts, and so much more. And when you use code NHL, you will also get an additional eight Omaha Steak burgers free with your order. Now there's a bunch of shortages and shipping delays, so don't wait. Make this order today. Um, use that code NHL and you'll get those eight free burgers as well. Achieve gifting greatness with Omaha Steaks. Incredible flavor, incredible value, 100% guaranteed. OmahaSteaks.com. Don't forget to use keyword NHL. Speaking of deliciousness, Built Bar is the perfect holiday um boost to get you through holiday shopping last minute family gatherings also the perfect stocking stuffer there's so many flavors you're sure to please the person on your list that you have yet to buy for and um, tell Santa to bring some to fill in their stockings as well you can also treat yourself to a built bar puff perfect side for a cup of hot chocolate, just dip it in, get that ooh, beautiful uh, marshmallowy flavor boost to your hot chocolate. Now, how to do this, you go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you will get 15% off your order. You can mix and match a box, or you can pick uh, just your favorite flavor. So many to choose from. Uh, if you visit built.com, you're sure to get lost in all the possibilities, the options. Don't forget to use 15% uh, sorry, Lock15 to get 15% of your order at Built.com. I want to thank you again for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast. There's nightly recaps of every NHL game with analysis from our local experts. You can listen to Locked On Now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or watch it on the Locked On NHL YouTube channel. So through all this, the Boston Bruins did indeed play last night against the New York Islanders with a very patchwork lineup. Um, a lot of call-ups, including uh, Jack Stanika, Jesper Froden uh, was in the lineup. Um, Kyle Kieser served as backup. And the Boston Bruins uh, came out, put in a pretty good effort. Uh, 41 shots on Semyon Varlamov. The lone goal they scored came off the stick of Mike Riley with only 53 seconds left in regulation. It was pretty much done at that point. Um, but it was a decent effort, all things considered, and considering, yeah, what they've been through. And going back to Nick Felino saying the last day or so for the Bruins has been an absolute nightmare. Felino said he's always proud of this group. That's the Bruin way. No quit in this team, even with everything they faced in the past 24 hours. 
Valino War an A, along with Charlie McAvoy and Brandon Carlo in this one with Bergeron the captain out and uh, Marchand another alternate out. Uh, he said, Felino did, we found a way to come in here and just work. That's something we can control. We also looked at, at it as an opportunity for some guys that don't get the same kind of ice time, an opportunity in front of them, and some guys played real hard and gave us everything they had. It's unfortunate the Bruins just didn't get the bounces. Story of the season so far. Uh, I know David Posternak, he led the way with seven shots. Taylor Hall had six. Uh, Posternak had a couple very good opportunities, but they just couldn't find a way to get past Varlamov. Got to give him credit. Foligno said more opportunities and more chances and more efforts like that are going to result in wins. Um, Bruce Cassidy said he had no issue with the overall effort. Guys came to play uh, after the first 10 minutes. They were on their toes much better. Can attribute some of that to the travel day issue. They were scheduled to fly the day before. They ended up traveling that morning. Um, obviously they didn't practice on Wednesday. They lost the morning skate. So it took a bit to get the legs going, but the guys competed hard, tried to play the right way, got better as the game went on. He thought they played more assertive of a North South game, which they've been trying to preach. That's been a point of discussion lately with David Backus talking the other day about how that's not his game. Bruce Cassidy is really big on that. It's also not Nick Foligno's game. Uh, but, um, guys started buying in and he thought they were attacking better. Give Varlamov credit. He played well, which is usually the case with the Islanders. They have had a down season so far, but their goaltending has been a point of strength over the last few seasons for sure. And, uh, the Bruins just could not get it done. Now there has been some discussion lately as in terms of the fight in the Boston Bruins, uh, Matt Martin landed a high shot on David Pasternak in uh, the second period, and there was a response. Nick Foligno stepped up his second fight of the season, and he said that's part of what he can bring to the team. But also, they are a team, and any guy would do it, he thought. We're already down two of the best players, Pasta's a Another one of their best. So you just don't want to be in a situation where he's injured on a play like that. Don't want teams smelling blood. And Felino felt like it was the right answer. Handled it, moved on, gave the team a bit of a spark, and it was good to see the guys respond and play a lot better of a period. Overall, uh, the Bruins dominated at 5-on-5 five five in this one. 54 shot attempts to 30 for the Islanders. There was a... Um, 23-18 scoring chance differential, 11-8 high danger chances, 2.29 to 1.5 uh, expected goals. Uh, all situations kind of uh, in favor of the Islanders. I uh, believe they had some more power play opportunities than the Bruins did. Uh, but overall, uh, the Bruins certainly played well enough to win in this one. And uh, again, credit to Varlamov for really stepping up and getting it done. The Islanders went one for five on the power play. So they spent extended time with the man advantage and that kind of skewed the numbers in their favor overall, but five on five, the Bruins definitely outplayed the Islanders 
but again, it was Varlamov who stood tall and uh, got things done for the Boston Bruins. Now, uh, when it comes to the big bear of the night, very tempting to give it to uh, Nick Felino. He had a couple shots on goal, three hits. He had the fight, uh, played in all situations. But um, I think I am going to give it to, uh, to Mike Riley, actually. He has been in and out of the lineup uh, recently, given an opportunity to play. Uh, he played uh, almost 20 minutes in this one, three minutes shorthanded. He had four blocked shots to lead the Boston Bruins. He had uh, three hits, a couple shots, and he also got the goal. So credit to him for coming in after being scratched recently and uh, getting on the scoreboard, filling up the score sheet. So Mike Riley is my big bear of the night for this loss against the uh, New York Islanders. Before we move on and finish off with some news and notes from around the NHL, a quick word about Bet Online. They have you covered for all the props, odds, and lines that you need for uh, pro college football, pro college basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC. Your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to their new updated desktop or mobile website, sign up today, and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using promo code LOCKEDON. They're the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. That's bet online, where the game starts. All right, what else is going on around the NHL? Uh, wow, well, you know, so many uh, COVID cases. It's really hard to, uh, to keep track. The Calgary Flames, I believe, are the most affected team 18 players five staff members including head coach Daryl Sutter uh, test results have showed players appear to have the Omicron variant uh, the Florida Panthers added a bunch of players to the list as did our Bruins the Avalanche the Coyotes uh, the Oilers uh, the Nashville Predators uh, Nick Cousins came out yesterday and tweeted that it's probably time for the league to Shut things down. Uh, took to Twitter wondering why the NHL doesn't pause the schedule, saying this is getting ridiculous. And that was before it was announced that he had landed on the COVID-19 list. Now, there's no indication that the league intends to pause the season, uh, but they might be running out of uh, you know opportunities to not do this because it's just getting to a point where there are so many cases around the league. Uh, the good news is that players who have tested positive are largely asymptomatic or just mild symptoms, and that's thanks to uh, players being double vaccinated. We know the only player around the NHL that isn't is uh, Todd Bertuzzi. So it seems as though the NHL is trying to power through here, treating it just like you know a flu outbreak where guys aren't going to be necessarily overly impacted health-wise, but it's just not that simple because these guys have family, they have small children, they have, you know, it, it goes beyond just the teams themselves. Um, so perhaps they're trying to get to the holiday break, uh, three-day break next week, which could slow the spread 
while allowing people who've already tested positive to be cleared to resume play following the break. Um, so we're going to see here. Yeah, I don't think it's going to slow down uh, without a concerted effort by the league to um, to shut things down. Uh, of course, the Winter Classic is scheduled for uh, the beginning of the new year between the uh, Wild and the Blues, a big uh, outdoor event. But still, uh, you know, that's a really gate-driven event. And uh, I'm sure the NHL doesn't want to run the risk of turning that into uh, kind of a super spreader event. Anyways, that is uh, pretty much the biggest story going on around in the NHL. Uh, Again, the Bruins losing last night. So failing to make up some ground in the playoff race, they remain one point back of the Detroit Red Wings for the final wild card spot. Although they do have, four games in hand and a better point percentage. And um, yeah, this was a very winnable game for them last night, uh, but they weren't able to get it done. Just even with all the, uh, all the guys out still put in a pretty good effort. Uh, But uh, you know, um, a lot of people still pointing to perhaps they need a coaching change. Perhaps we need to, blow it up and fire the coach and the GM, especially after seeing what's going on in Vancouver right now. They've won six straight under uh, Bruce Brudrow after firing Jim Benning, replacing the coach. I don't think we're quite there yet with the Bruins. Like I've been saying, Uh, it's been a very weird start to their season and still don't really know what this team looks like with everybody in the lineup and in kind of a normal flow um, right now, just hope that all the players on the list uh, are able to recover quickly and uh, get back to full health. That's the main concern right now. And that it doesn't extend out to their families, their kids and things like that. If anything does break over the weekend in terms of uh, postponement Sunday's game against the, the senators, Jake DeBrusque trade request is still hanging there with the trade freeze coming up. Now, I'll be sure to, to jump on and, and uh, keep you updated, but do follow at Locked NHL Bruins and at ENC McLaren for updates on, uh, on Twitter. And uh, yeah, it's a crazy time. I hope you are all uh, keeping well and uh, that you're able to have uh, a good weekend. No Bruins game on Saturday. Uh, I've been watching Money Heist. Gonna watch the finale of Shrink Next Door, the limited series with uh, Will Ferrell and Paul Rudd. That has been pretty entertaining. And uh, yeah, just uh, taking it one day at a time. That's all we can do, friends. So, uh, barring any breaking news, be back on Monday with a brand new episode of Locked On Boston Ruins. Until then, uh, take care, and I will keep you posted on any. Uh, thing major that happens with the Bruins over the weekend. Thank you again for making Locked On Bruins your first listen every day. And uh, we'll be back on Monday with a brand new episode of Locked On Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day. Woo!